Hey everyone, this episode of An Eternity of Basketball is part of the Globally Ballin Podcast Network, a subsidiary of the Globally Ballin Media Network. For this show and other shows like it, such as the Globally Ballin Podcast, as well as projects like it, such as original articles and video work, visit globallyballin.com now. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to it, as well as give it a five-star rating and a review. We appreciate it. Now, to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an eternity of basketball, and we're about to start episode 67. But before that, we'd like to tell you, eternity of basketball is on Instagram. So follow our Instagram page, look at our photos, look at our trivia questions, and little bits of information that we've gotten from our different shows, 66 already in the past. So you can check out Instagram. And of course, we are part of the Globally Ballin Network. Go to globallyballin.com for all sorts of stuff, articles, projects, uh, audio and video. They're on YouTube as well. AOB is on that. And AOB, well, you can take us anywhere now because we're on YouTube. We are on Spotify and Anchor. Check out all our social media. We're connected, of course, to the Globally Ballin Network. On our page on Facebook, we have a link that connects you to all our previous episodes. Check that out. If you've missed any of them, well, it's time to catch up. Catch us on YouTube as well. Follow our YouTube channel, An Eternity of Basketball. And, of course, this is it. This is the link that you need to connect you to all of that. Link tree. Uh, globally ball and find that link at the top of all our show descriptions and you can get to every show that we've had in the past as well as to the shows of globally ball network of course so there you go but now we're about to start you know in an era where some of the best uh, imports in the pba played this guy came to town and uh, took the league by storm as he was uh, leaping over the opponent slamming that ball through even breaking the basket support at one time in one of those games, he played for Shell, he played for Pure Foods. Short stint with great taste. Hey, did you know that? We'll talk about that any minute now or later on. But we have him on our show today all the way from Indiana. His name is Dexter Schaus. We're going to take you into the house of Schaus for the next hour and a half. We're going to talk about the stuff that he did, all his exploits. Hey, Dexter, uh, on behalf of Noel Zarate and Sid Ventura, I'm Charlie Kuna, and I'm welcoming Dexter Schaus to our show. Welcome, man. Yeah, thank you. Nice being here with you guys tonight, Noel, Sid, and Charlie. Yeah, well, you know, Dexter, you know, we have to dive right into it. This is an eternity of basketball, so we talk about hoops right here. Obviously, you're in the hotbed 
of basketball in the United States, Indiana. You can't get away from basketball there. It's a basketball uh, state. So how did you get started? Is it just because everybody around you was playing ball? Was there an influence in your life who, who gave you a ball and said, hey, let's, let's do this? How did you, you start dribbling that ball? Well, um, when I was younger, I think my, um, my best sports were uh, baseball, baseball and football. I played a little basketball. Um, I wasn't very good. I was talented, but not very good uh, growing up here. So I think I was um, probably one of the best baseball players, football players, as a youngster growing up. And so I had to catch up with basketball. And I think when I really got serious about playing uh, basketball, uh, I had um, a brother that was all American. Mm -hmm. um, at a college, Peru State, Nebraska. And uh, he was a big influence on me. All my brothers were athletic and uh, they participated in different sports. Uh, another guy was Larry Bird. I think he um, really um, gave me a lot of confidence that I could play on a, another level. And it's, it's numerous names. Mm -hmm. uh, um, when I grew up, I grew up playing in Terre Haute, Indiana. So, you know, we have a lot of good players around here uh, right. playing. So that, that's what I can remember, you know, growing up and playing. But how, how did, uh, when, you, when you mentioned Larry Bird, uh, Dexter, how did he influence you? Did you meet him when you were young? Did we able to talk to him? Or was he just someone you, were, you would see playing there in Indiana and then you wanted to be, you know, you, so you saw how he was and you wanted to be like that? Well, he, he played at Indiana State. That's the town right. I'm from. Terre Haute, Indiana. I mean, you could pick up a rock and, and throw it and hit campus from where I live. Okay. But there was a, a various, it was a, a numerous good players here. Um, Terre Haute has a long history of some good athletes. You know, we have gold medalists, Hall of Famers here, you know, just for a town of this size, you know, it's kind of um, ironic. We have a lot of big names that you heard in mm -hmm. the past, you know, uh, that's from this area. So it wasn't easy um, getting accepted in basketballs. You had to work, had to work hard, you know, and and that's how everything kind of started for me. We had a, a high school coach by the name of Howard Sharp. <clears throat> mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, his assistant, Stephen Hine here in Terre Haute, they gave me an opportunity when I was in high school to to play, you know, in I just start developing and getting better and better. A matter of fact, I think um, my my uh, sophomore year in high school, man, I played on the C team, not the okay. B team, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the, the C team, okay? I mean, that's why I tell kids all the time, you never know how it's going to end until you work hard enough to see how the how it's going to end, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Well, Dexter, if you were if you were one of the best uh, high school football players and baseball players, why did you just stick to that instead of uh, gutting it out on the C team? Well, you know that's a good question, um, Noel. You know, after watching Larry Bird play a little bit, and you know, I didn't know how actually famous this guy was going to be, and I'm around him every day, you know, but I knew it was something special about him, you know. So I start, you know, one day I was playing um, in the summer. I thought what year it was. It might have been 76, 
77, I was on a baseball all-star team, selection team. And um, I, for I forgot I had practice for two straight days, man, because I was with Larry Bird every day working out. So that's when I began to really start liking basketball, you know. Uh, so I got um, kicked off. I showed up. I, I got on my bike, man, and, and rode to the baseball field real fast. <laughs> I remember that I, I I had practice. I said, man, I had practice. And I went there, and the coach kicked me off, and that's the end of that. I never played baseball again. I started okay. playing you know, Blame so, it on yeah. Larry Legend, right? Blame it on Larry Legend. You're giving me goosebumps right now because yes. uh, I'm, I'm a big, big Larry Bird fan. When you say you were playing with Larry Bird, you, I mean, yeah, do you mean, do you, mean uh, you were, you'd go to Indiana State campus and shoot hoops with him? Yes, yes, exactly. I, I was a gym rat, man. I would just, um, he lived in this place called uh, Mary Student Housing. Oh, okay. Uh, and where the uh, married people stay or whatever on campus. It was, it was pretty far distance away, but I would walk there and I would, bang on his door and he'll look out there oh it's little dexter what are you doing here i mean you know um <laughs> i would go to the wow. gym with him sometime he picked me up um i wasn't starstruck mm -hmm. yeah starstruck but i just knew this guy was special you know there was something about him his work ethic and everything he you know he showed me a lot about work ethic and how to prepare you know to play the game you know so i it ain't like I'm trying to give him all the credit, but that's the first time I felt like I have a chance. I wanted to play pro basketball, you know, mm -hmm. when he was around here. Yes. Are you still in contact with Larry Bird uh, up to today? Or? No, 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 Larry. He, he's probably not in contact with a whole lot of people. <laughs> <He's> pretty, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's he's right. in contact with his fishing rod and his fish. That's it, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A golf. Oh yeah, golf, he he did. He was here in Manila a few years ago. Yeah, and he, he wasn't talking to, to too many people. He'd stand in the corner and watch, watch the Pacers do this. Watching thing. me talk to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I kind of I forced him to talk to me a little bit. He <laughs> he was here and they had a um a ceremony of um for the, the 1979 team, Indiana State team that played against Magic Johnson, you know, mm -hmm. in Michigan State. So they um, had a welcoming, some special ceremony for them. And I showed up, you know, and then talked to him a little bit and stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, he talked to me, see how I was doing, whatever. But, you know, times change, man. People get kind of, you know, all the stuff he's been through. He, he probably don't want to really talk to too many people right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. But how, how, quickly did you, how, how quickly did you shift from the team, C team, to the A team? How long did it take you to, to do that? Yeah. Well, and, uh, when I was in high school, I went to a school, uh, uh, Terre Haute South, you know, and they had good players on the team. They had a couple of McDonald's All-American, um, Cam Cameron, which was a very <laughs> successful coach in uh, the – NFL, he coached uh, major college football. He was a, a pretty big name. He's pretty successful. They had a really good team. I think they went to the state a couple of times. But the ironic thing is I was on the C team because, you know, they said I, I was a troublemaker or whatever. Uh, I was nothing like that. You know, once you, you get a label, it's hard to shake it off, you know. And, uh, That's right. Um, 
I just I played on there for like a year. I couldn't even dress in games and everything. From one year not dressing in games to the next year, starting on the varsity team with a rival high school. So I worked real hard to get in that position, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were you were the tallest of guys. How tall were you in high school? You're uh, you were yeah. already six foot at the time. Yes, I was uh, probably like six footer. So I think I was like six foot. You know, six one, high school. Yes. What did you develop this explosiveness that we saw you in your in your when you were in your prime? Um, I think it comes from uh, participating in different sports. You know, uh-huh. um, baseball. You know, back in the sixties and seventies, man, we didn't we didn't we didn't have cars and. In uh, Jimmy's, you know how it is in Philippines, man. You don't have, you don't have all that. We had to walk. We walked most of the time. See, I think that strengthened up my legs, man. If we wanted to go fishing, we walked. If we wanted to go swimming, we walked. If we wanted to go play basketball, we walked. You know, you didn't have all this internet. You didn't have cell phones. You didn't have um, yeah. Nintendo yeah. and PlayStation, man. You had to deal with people. You know, yeah, yeah. I think yep. that's what the world's missing now. You know, if we want to play a game, we play the pickup game of basketball or baseball, you know. But most of the time, I didn't have to go find friends because my family is 13 of us in my family. I got oh, seven wow. boys, six girls. So Whoa. we had we formed our own team and we would go play ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to look anywhere else for that, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, All right, so you you were on the varsity already, uh, team A. You were starting for for your for your team, and I, I guess the scouts came, and then they saw you, right? And then then the, the college scouts, and and then so uh, you know they were trying to recruit you. How did you end up uh, to be a Jaguar in South Alabama? Well, I don't I know you weren't there right away, right? You went to Panola first, right, before going to South Alabama. How did that How did that happen? That whole that whole college university thing. Well, in high school, uh, my coach always told me he said, well. If, If you if you had the um, proper grades, you could go anywhere in the country you wanted to go. Uh, so I kind of caught up late, you know, with my schooling and stuff. And it kind of forced me to go to junior college. Well, it did force me to go to junior college. Yeah. But my story is we had um, a graduate assistant on the high school team. His name was Rick Reed. I think that's his name. And he um, was friends with a guy named Paul Peck that was a junior college coach down in Texas. Um, and to be honest with you, I felt I was one of the better players in the state back there coming out in 81. Mm -hmm. But I had to go to junior college. So I had one school that wanted me, believe it or not. And the rest is history, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm sure he was very happy to get a player like me as a freshman in, in college and everything. But I was pretty successful. I was first team All American, MVP of the conference. I was the highest recruit in the country as a, for a guard. You know, coming out of junior college, so things start to um, pick up and progress in that point in my life. Well, who's your who's your role model? You played guard, of course. Uh, you, you can say Larry Bird, but he actually played more forward. But uh, who did you look up to when you were developing as a player and say, "I want to be just like this guy"? And you started emulating his moves. Dr. J, 
course. I mean, <laughs> you know, Dr. J, man, he, he was a legend. I mean, we would try to do every move he did on TV. We would go outside in the dirt court and try to, you know, <laughs> actually do that move that we just seen on TV. I mean, mm -hmm. he, under. he was one of my yep. basketball guys I looked up to. But far as guards, you had many guards back in 80, man. I mean. You had I'm gonna take you I'm gonna take you back though. Yeah, Isaiah, yeah, yeah. it's possible me and Isaiah could have ended up playing together, but I'm gonna take you back. A tiny Archibald. There you um, go. Another Celtic. Yeah. Another Celtic. Clive Frazier. You know these guys, yeah. man, growing yeah. up. Yeah. Um but my favorite guard was uh Maurice Cheeks of the uh Philadelphia seventy okay. sixers. Right, right. Yeah, he was one of a guy that we looked up to. Yeah, I loved his game. Um, I think that's one reason I started wearing number ten too. But um, mm -hmm. that's who I really looked up to. But but you play nothing like Maurice Cheeks. Your your that's games true. are totally <laughs> different because Maurice Cheeks played below the rim. You know, hardly took any shots, uh, and and you were you know we we know how you were. But but, but okay, <laughs> I guess he he influenced you in a, in in one way. Another, but then Maurice Chicks, definitely. Yeah, I was, I, that's why I was thinking Isaiah because you're also from from Indiana and stuff like that. So I guess you must have watched Isaiah play a bit. Yeah, you, under Bobby yeah. Knight, right? Well, yeah, me me and Isaiah got a story, man. I, you know, maybe I don't want to get into it too much, but <laughs> he was Just a, a good player. Like yeah, well, I think well, I'll tell you a little, okay? Okay. We we were at um. We were at um, in Vegas at the um, was it Evander Holyfield? Yeah, Evander Holyfield and uh, was it Larry Holmes? Yes, I think it was uh, Holyfield. Oh, it might have been the Chavez fight, but anyway, we were there. That's the year that the Dream Team didn't uh, choose him, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I told him, I said, "Hey, man, I don't think it's right. You should be on the team." And he's pretty got. He got pretty aggravated at that, you know. I mean, really angry that I even mentioned it. So since then, if he ever sees this show, you know, I hope we meet again one day. Straighten that little thing. That we, I mean, we were getting ready to get physical at one time, you know. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. So, so you were you were close friends with Isaiah so, as well, or are you at least uh, hung out with Isaiah a bit? No, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, I would say close friends to him, but I have um, some good brothers, man, some good friends of mine, uh, uh, Winston Morgan that probably knew him well, and Jim Thomas that played with him, and Landon Turner, those type of guys mm -hmm. I know personally yeah, Turner. that played with him, but I never got to know him personally, especially after the little altercation, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, so but was, yeah, he was, he was, was really, really, yeah, yeah, was really he, pissed at that. It was really that sensitive for him. Uh, I yeah, read stories, yeah. but yeah, uh, this is a, my first first time I've heard a first-hand account of how he felt about uh, being left off. Chuck Daly was his coach at Detroit, and he doesn't pick him, right? So go figure. He's really going to get pissed at that. Well, he uh, should have been on the team. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I he should have been, been on the team. Everyone knows now. Yeah, half the team didn't want him on the team, so... 
that's yeah, the reason. Yeah. <laughs> that's the politics yeah, going yeah. on, you know, the politics yeah. of basketball. That, that, that happens. Yeah. yeah that's, that's crazy. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. But, but, uh, so, you were playing at the junior college, as you said. You, you played in, in Texas, right? Uh, how, yes. how, how did you make the transition? How did South Alabama snag you? I mean, I'm sure you played well. They, they recruited, but how did you transfer? Well, I, I had to make the decision, you know, of mm -hmm. the schools I, I was thinking about attending uh, St. John's, um, Iowa, there's one of the schools. Mm -hmm. else? Oklahoma. It came down to about six schools. You would have played with uh, Chris Mullen, yeah. probably. Yeah, Chris Mullen. Yeah, yeah, I'd have played with them. Um, it it was a lot of schools back then. It was a different time to get recruited, you know. Yeah. It was a different time to get recruited back then. So, um, I decided I had two years of eligibility, and I wanted to go to a school that I could actually help and and uh. Mm -hmm contribute you know um to their success and i and i i thought south alabama was um a school that would fit me you know i had no idea that i would end up there i only had one visit and my brother said you know won't you just give it a try the coaches was chasing me around on my last visit came down here chasing me around i said you know i'll give it a try i As soon as I land and, and stepped on the ground there in uh, Mobile, Alabama, I knew that uh, was where I was supposed to be, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of weird. But South Alabama has a lot of good players down there, man, that came out of South mm -hmm. Alabama. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So I thought I would be a good, good fit, you know, for school. No, not too big, not too small, and very competitive in basketball, you know. Mm -hmm. So how would you be there? Yeah, yeah, go, go, go ahead. The two years, yeah, your two years there. Uh, uh, how was it in terms of your, uh, you know, individual growth as a player? Uh, um, uh, I was coached by Cliff Ellis. He yeah. was the head coach there, and when I arrived there in I think '83, um, his motto was um, "No pain, no gain." You know, mm -hmm. uh, we practice hard, very competitive. The players on the team from one to twelve, man, it was a tough deal, you know. Uh, so I just worked. We had a lot, um, a few NBA players that played there, you know, before I got there. So they would come back, and we would have pickup games and stuff. And you know, it was nice playing with the guy that was playing in the NBA. You know, it get better. So they respected me a lot and and told me I had a big a future at the game. So. And then you started right away in your in your first year in, in South Alabama. You were a starter immediately, <laughs> right? Uh, that was that's kind of yeah. Well, there's a story to that too. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. <laughs> you know, coming coming into South Alabama with all the hype and um, everything I came there with, uh, I started the 16th player on the team when the season, you know, started due to some okay. um, altercation stuff that I, I that had happened, you know, in the, in the summertime. So I started off number 16 <laughs> before the season. So the first game, you know, I worked my way up. When the coach put me in the game, I never, ever came out again. So that's how that story. 
that's how that story started out, you know. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. And you ended up as the as the third leading scorer on that team. Of course, the, the leading scorer for that team was a guy who was picked in the first round the same year you were drafted. His name's Terry Catledge. Of course, yeah. we everybody knows him, right? Uh, he yeah. played for the Sixers, the Bullets. But uh, so Terry yeah, Catledge, how, how was he? It must have been nice to have a guy who could bully his way to the hoop the way he did, you know, passing the ball to him inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he was one of the better players I ever played with. Um, he was uh, was about 6'9", uh, mm-hmm. demanded the ball, was strong, either hand. And he, was a, he was a bulldog, 6'9", bulldog, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say he's one of the best, better players that I've ever played with. Um, we were captains yeah. on the team and former roommates. He, you know, mm-hmm. he was a, um, yeah, he was a different kind of guy, but he could play. He could play, man. <laughs> yeah, different kind of guy. He actually came <laughs> over here. Yeah. He was also supposed to play for Shell in one of the conferences in early '90s, but uh, before this conference started. Uh, something happened, and uh, is that when yeah, he, one of his bad will? He had a bad will that went out, and he went to the Philippines to see what he could do, huh? Is that when yeah, he started yeah, getting injured so. when he went to the Philippines? Probably. That, that's what yeah, happened probably, to a lot probably, of these guys, yeah. right? Took Before all that the money, man. Started, yeah, Shell. Yeah, <laughs> there was a big controversy about his suddenly leaving. Before the conference started, uh, yeah, because so, yeah. people were getting excited, right? Because a former NBA player was going to play and everything, and then he just, yeah, he took off. Yeah, he's okay. have to have the Philippines learn yet. Don't get so excited over these NBA players. <laughs> I sent enough of them home from over there. <laughs> you can't get it, you know. Get excited. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's what they do. You know, a lot of hype, and they think they're so good. And then you get guys like you never heard of before, Carlos Briggs, and these type of guys, Harold yeah, Kelly, yeah. that you never really heard of before, man. And they're really good players, you know. Right, right. Like right. They can fill it up. Black. Yeah, Norman Black also was one of those guys that we never heard of before. They just transformed the yes. league. Norman Black. Sean, yeah, Sean Norman. It's, it's many of them. Yeah, Sean Chambers. But I have a question about that, that team. You know, I was checking out the, your roster on that team. So I said you were the third leading scorer. You had Catledge at one. There's a guy who was the second leading scorer on your team, Michael Guerin. <laughs> so he scored like 15 points a game your your first year there what happened to him because it's you and Catledge who made it to the nba but garen i didn't hear of, i didn't hear of him anymore after that what what, what happened there garen g man that's my roommate that was my roommate my junior oh, okay. year he should have made it to yeah he should have made it into the league and played a little bit you know he was a good player you know the thing about this team um you know, you had uh, Garen and you had Cali, but if you if you go down and look at the stats, um, I'm the guy that really carried the team. I don't really want to pat myself on the back, but when it came down to the serious games, a lot of these guys like Garen, he didn't do. I don't think what he's supposed to do. But as far as um, longevity, he was mm-hmm. one of the better players that I I played with too. You know. Okay. All right. I think he was with the New Jersey Nets, wasn't he? For a little. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Well, well, yeah. Talking about the NBA, you came in and you uh, joined the 1985 draft. That was, of course, the draft that also had Len Bias in it. 
Well, to me, I think, and I might sound boastful, whatever. I, I think I was like one of the best guards coming in that draft. Um, what happened was my coach, Cliff Ellis, went to Clemson my senior year, right. before right. my senior year, and I think that hurt my draft status because I, uh, Sam Vincent, and maybe, uh, I think of another few names, was the only guards chosen before me. You know, there wasn't that many guards chosen before me. Um, I thought that would be my position. I felt like I was a first-round draft choice, no doubt, you know. Mm -hmm. But things happened with another coach, um, with the teams. A lot of coaches want to change their team. My senior year, it affected my draft status. Um, but I was still blessed, you know, for Jerry West to see talent in me and draft me. Um, mm -hmm. He seen something special in me. I think he had a, a real good eye. You know, Jerry West, he finds these type of players. He, right. you know, like Kobe Bryant and these guys, Jerry West has a very keen eye and he liked me and he drafted me, you know, so that was an honor pretty much. Did you, did you work out for the Lakers? I signed a rookie contract with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, but I mean, before the draft, before the draft, you worked out for them and they already told you. I, I never worked that. That's, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. So out of nowhere, oh, they picked you. No. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Jerry West, he's like that. He keeps secrets, and he when he's, mm -hmm. he see a player, you know, he um, I, I think if I would have went to Portsmouth, if I would have had uh, Coach Cliff Ellis there with me, I would have had those opportunities to really um, um, show my skills, you know, to other coaches and stuff. But I didn't go to Portsmouth, and and I I think uh, Jerry West was happy I didn't go to Portsmouth. He he wanted me, so. Uh -huh. I need to ask a question, uh, guys. I need to ask because someone posted on our on the comments uh, here on Facebook. There was a guy who who played for South Alabama, 1979. His name's Dennis Still. Did you ever meet him, Dennis Still? Because he played for the Philippine <laughs> national team. Uh, he played Dennis for Philippines. Still. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dennis Still, man. Did he break any rims in the Philippines? I know Dennis. I know he probably broke a few noses with his elbows and everything. I don't, I don't know about any rims, but yeah, we, we had him on the show yeah. too earlier. Uh, you know, about a couple of months ago. Yeah, because he played yeah. for the Philippines. Oh, he was a Fili not, he was a naturalized Filipino. He played for the Philippine national team. Wow. Yeah, he did for many years. Oh, you didn't know that? Years. All right. Okay. Yeah. For eighty. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm vaguely kind of remembering that something with the Philippines, but I played with Dennis down in South America. He was playing with another team. I think uh, some team in Uruguay or something. I ran into him. And uh, he's <laughs> yeah. the funniest guy in the world. Hey, Dennis, if you're watching right now, man, you should be a yeah. comedian. He's that funny. He had, he keeps me <laughs> laughing, I will, man, all I will the time. let him know that, that, that you were the guest today. If he's not watching it, I'm going to let him know, and I'm sending him the link and everything. And the, yeah, it we talked about it for It's actually 10 episodes ago. It's on episode 57. Yeah, yeah, it was 10 episodes, 10 weeks ago. We we talked yeah. to him. Yeah. Okay, South Alabama. Huh? Those are the South Alabama guys. So we got two South Alabama guys yeah. doing our show. But, but now we're, the, we're, we're yeah, talking about the Lakers, the 1985 yeah. Lakers, Noel. Uh, just to let you know, 1985, 
in the in that draft in '85, there were several PBA imports who came from that draft. Uh, I'll just go through the names. Uh, you know, Dwayne McLean was a first round, was a second round pick. Dwayne McLean from Villanova. Perry Young, who you played yeah. with in Shell, was 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 drafted in the same draft in the third round. Harold Keeling was in the third round as well. You know him. We talked about it the other day. You know yeah. Harold Keeling. Uh, Derek Gervin, George's son, also played yeah, for other foods like Dexter. Brother. Right. Yep. Uh, brother. He was a very good player. Derek Gervin. Then Sugar Ray Hall uh, played for the IBA All-Stars, and you played against them. You know Ray Hall, uh, Dexter. You played against them with Sean Chambers and everything, that, that, that mini tournament that you joined the uh, great yeah. taste with. Tommy Davis, who played for Ginebra, was in that same draft. Carlton Cooper, who played for Manila Beer in 86, first conference. Michael Phelps, who played for San yeah. Miguel in 1989 when they won a Grand Slam. Yeah. And uh, Keith Gray, who played for, for Ginebra yeah. in 1986 yeah. as well. So these are the guys who played in the PBA, <laughs> PBA eventually from the 1985 draft, including, of course, Dexter Schaus in the 92nd pick in the fourth round for the LA yeah. Lakers. Mm-hmm. But among the among the but names you, that the you realize I was yeah sorry was Dexter, among the names that Charlie just mentioned I mean who would you have a relationship with uh, who did you play against and uh, who do you have the best memories of of all of the names you just mentioned in the PBA yeah against them in the PBA or maybe in oh, another yeah, league maybe, maybe in college in another league. against them in college yeah. Or in the CBA, or yeah, yeah. Um, if we're talking about the PBA, I mean, who could forget Billy Ray Bates, man? I mean, you know, <laughs> when I when I first arrived in the Philippines, the first thing that I ever heard of uh, Billy Ray was, "Do you know the Black Superman?" So <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so I'm thinking the black Superman. Uh, there's a black Superman in the Philippines, you know. <laughs> so I said, you know, did I come over here for for that man to get executed by something? I don't. Is that why I came here? So everybody tell me about this black Superman, you know. So <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, if I can talk about Billy for just a second. Billy Ray Bates, I think, you know, I said, this black Superman, you know, the Philippines is a place that I felt like if you didn't win, you have to go home. If if you lose, bye-bye. You're on the next plane going back to the United States, you know. That's how I felt about the Philippines, a lot of pressure, you know, all the time. But when I played against uh, Billy Ray, I remember saying he was playing with a neighbor with Sonny Jaworski and all these guys. And I told Billy, I said, I got kryptonite for you, Billy Ray. And Billy will tell you right now. Billy will tell you that uh, Dexter Shouts was not scared of him at all. But the first time we played him, I said, Billy, I got some kryptonite for you. But the weird thing about it, Billy never said two words to me, ever. It was strange, you know. <laughs> I remember the night before we was gonna play them. I seen him coming out of nightclub. He was coming out of nightclub, and and everybody's thinking, well, Billy got a game, a big game against Shell tomorrow. He's coming out of nightclub, but it's kind of ironic. I was 
was coming out of the same nightclub, and I was getting ready to say something to Billy, but he never, I don't know if Billy Ray was scared of me or he just knew that I wasn't scared of him, but he never said over two words to me, but I'm sure he respected me, you know? Uh, yeah. But, you know, the Philippines, the Philippines is a place that, you know, this aura, you know, they call him the black Superman. So he lived like the black Superman, really, like on the court, everything he did. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, Billy Ray Bates was like a, a, a cartoon superhero out of a magazine, man. He was a weird dude, you know. <laughs> How weird! You maybe you can tell us an anecdote or two that you've actually seen. Uh, it became becoming weird. Just his just his aura around him, you know. Um, it, it's kind of gratifying to that I played against him. You know, I don't think I ever lost against him. Did I ever lose against him? Do you have the records there or something? I don't know. I don't think I did. We'll check, but that yeah. conference that you first yeah, played in '86, uh, he never went on to win that championship. Then, so they were they were a pretty good team. But I wasn't there. But, yeah, but I, I didn't play against him. I left. See, um, no, I didn't get to play against him in the play. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you didn't get. No, no you, I don't yeah. think you faced each other in the yeah in the semis because Shell wasn't able to make it to the semis in '86. Then he never was able to to make it all the way to the finals. But yeah, uh, yeah, he, he was yeah. he was a different character, and he had a good partner too, because he had Michael Hackett with him, and and uh, yeah, Hackett carried yeah, some yeah. of those games. Yeah, he had he had the bucket with him. He had the bucket playing with yeah, him. Yeah, you know? bucket. But what? So you didn't so you didn't hear of you didn't know Billy Ray Bates before you came to the Philippines. You didn't know of him, or or you you had heard of him already. Yeah, I knew Billy from Portland. He played the Portland Trail Blazers. Right. Right. I was watching him one night, yeah, in the playoffs. So I heard of him and stuff and his ventures through the CBA and different leagues. I didn't follow up with him so much then until I went, mm -hmm. you know, to the Philippines. They was talking about a black Superman. I'm like, but, you know, that, that was, was kind of weird. We're, we're, talk, we're, talking about, we're talking about how weird he is, how his aura was a Superman. But how good was he as a player, uh, in, in your opinion? Well, very good player. I think he was, I mean, on paper, you have to say, on paper, you have to say Billy Ray Bates was the greatest player that ever played in the Philippines. You know? Wow. Uh, big, yeah. You know, you, you have to be, he's one of the best to ever play. I, and I would pick him number one, just with his aura. When I say weird, I don't mean like a, a bad weird or anything. He was just hard to figure out, you know. Right, um, right. Yeah, when I played played against him, it's kind of like um, how Sonny Liston felt against Muhammad Ali. He thought Muhammad mm -hmm. Ali was crazy, and he was scared of crazy. So I think Billy, <laughs> I think he had that same. A, yeah, I think he great, had that same great, thing about me. Comparison. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. he felt that way about me, like. I told him, he looked at me like I was crazy. I said, I got kryptonite for you tonight, Billy. And <laughs> I know he. you say Billy Billy talk a lot of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But he Billy never talked that crap to me. I heard Norman Black yeah. talking about it. Billy, he know better than talk crazy to me. He didn't talk that stuff to me, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was about to bring that up. 
You go ahead, go ahead, Sid. Go ahead. Yeah, when Norm, when Norman Black guested on our show, he yeah he had that story about Billy Ray Bates, and they they were together all of the imports, and Billy was going at them one at a time. I'm gonna dunk on you. I'm gonna score fifty on you. you know, uh, he was that confident, but no. then yeah, he never said a word to you. None of that. None of that for you, Dexter. No, he wouldn't say that to me. Trust me. Me and Billy, me and Billy Ray, we met at the rim a couple of times. Mm -hmm. You know, he, yeah. but uh, as far as the, the imports, you you have to. He he won a triple crown, didn't he? Didn't Billy want to yeah. win a triple crown? Yes, back in nineteen eighty-three, they won all three. Well, of course, he won, he was there in two of them because the other one yeah. they all Filipino. But yeah, they won all three there. Yeah. I really feel well. We could probably get into that later, but hmm. I feel like I could have won a triple crown, you know. But it just didn't happen, you know. Right. So, yeah. so I just yeah. wanted to ask you, Dexter, how did you wind up in the Philippines? I mean, you were with with Kansas City in the CBA. You were with Baltimore as well. But then all of a sudden, the name, the, the country Philippines came up. I mean, when did you start hearing about the Philippines the first time, and whether you strongly considered playing overseas in the Philippines? Um, that's when I was with the Lakers when I came to the Philippines. I came from mm -hmm. the Lakers. Um, yeah. I was I was fresh talent, fresh legs. I mean, I should be in the, you know, there's, it's a long story, you know, what happened mm -hmm. to me and some stuff. I don't like getting into it. But mm -hmm. when I came to the Philippines, uh, a guy named Jim White, some agent got me over, named Jim White or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he told um, a lot of teams about me over there, and um, they picked me up in the Philippines. And so just another job, you know. I, I never been out of the country. That was the first time I ever been out of the country when I came and played for a former That was show. like a 12-hour a 12, a 12 plane ride for you, uh, going all the way to Manila, and then you get to the airport. It's like freaking hot. So what was your first impression of the Philippines when you first arrived? I didn't know what to think. I, I didn't know what to think. Um, on that long plane ride, I was flying over with a guy named Fred Reynolds, you know. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he played on the uh, that Pan American team with Michael Jordan, I think that summer, you know. And he's been overseas before, so I kind of relied on him a lot about, man, what, what to expect overseas. I was a little nervous and unsure, you know what I was getting myself into, but um, I was very happy when I landed in the Philippines <laughs> after that long flight, man. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> what, what was your first impression when you got to the Philippines? I mean, it's a totally different country uh, from, from where you were, where you, you grew up in. What were the first things you experienced, and uh, what were your first impressions of uh, being in a country that you knew was completely foreign, but at the same time, you knew basketball was the thing. Um, my first impression pretty much was um, how, how people love basketball, you know? I was really uh, um, um, surprised. I, was, I couldn't uh, really understand how could people way over here in Asia, so far away, love basketball like that, you know? It, it was kind of unique, you know? Um, 
So my, my first impression was don't lose or you'll go home too, you know. <laughs> there was so much pressure on you. And, and and I was a young guy. I mean, the Philippine basketball, all the countries I played, you know, I won championships in Europe, South America. Um, you know, the most places I've been, I won I was fortunate enough to win a championship. But I never played in a place like uh Manila. That that is a place that 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 place is is no comparison. You know what I'm saying? All around the world in Europe, yeah. basketball. In the what made the Philippines so different for you? What 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 made what made it uh, different in a way that you never forget? Well, just how fanatical the the fans are and how knowledgeable they are about mm -hmm. basketball. Mm -hmm. No, right. Um, a, a lot of people. If you ask ten people in the United States, um, what's the number one sport in the Philippines? You might have one or two that would tell you basketball. A lot of people don't know that it's the number mm -hmm. one sport over there. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. Most people assume it's uh, uh, soccer. You, you know, like the. You know, like the bubble they played in the NBA. It's kind of similar when I played in the Philippines to like playing in a bubble in a sense that you got all these good players in the 80s. You had a lot of good players when I played there, man. I don't know if it's ever been the same, you know, mm -hmm. but um, they're all in one city, but everybody is so diverse in, to their self with their team. It's kind of weird, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, going back to the what was the name of the place? The altar where we play? Ultra. Yeah, yeah the ultra. Ultra, yeah. Okay. Then it's not there anymore, huh? The altra. So oh, it is. It's still there. They they, yeah, they, they still just there. renamed it. They just renamed it, but it's it's still there. It's 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 used sometimes for some of the games. They still use it. Yes, but it, is it like it's not the main place like it used to be? No, right? no it's not. It's no, 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 no. No longer. No. That place right there is a famous arena, man. <laughs> famous, very famous arena, you know. The alt was I think it was a little different. I don't know. I haven't seen, you know, a kept up with the, the basketball in so long, but going and playing in the altar, man, is like going into the lion's den and you better win or you're gonna be on the plane going home. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I'm being honest with you, man. That's all it was, yeah. you know. No, yeah, uh -huh. it was. It was. It really was back yeah. then. A lot of uh, a lot of imports were sent home yeah. after just one game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen yeah. guys, man, come into the Philippines and play, and be back in America the same day, man, that they left <laughs> the Philippines. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about we were talking yeah. about Benny Anders, right, Dexter? Yeah, 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 Benny. Yeah, Benny got too many shoes made, man. He got all them lizard shoes made with tassels on the back of it. It's crazy stuff. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, well, but it was a good time. Yeah. for that, I guess. But, you know, when, when you're, you're 23 years old in Manila making all this money and you realize that the peso the dollar uh, conversion was to your favor, so you must have been living like a king here as well. Oh, you know, when you're winning in the Philippines, there's nothing better. You know that, right? <laughs> of, of course, you have to be winning, you know. 
Nobody likes a loser there. But uh, it was pretty good, you know. Um, I had uh, many sponsors, you know. Uh, it's a pretty good life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had you had uh, coach. Yeah. Your, your first coach was Coach Edo Campo. Mm -hmm. um, were you aware uh, of of how big Edo Campo was as far as the sport of basketball and football uh, here in the Philippines? Because Edo Campo played on on, the, on in the Olympics. And he played for the national team in football as well. Were you aware, or, or eventually you learned about it? And what were your impressions about uh, about uh, Coach Ed? Yeah, I learned more about it when I met him. I, mm -hmm. um, may he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. um, he he was he was one of the uh, closest coaches to me. Like Coach Lipa, both of them were pretty close mm -hmm. to me, and Baby Delupian. All mm -hmm. three, but um, uh, Coach Acampo would talk to me a lot, a lot, man. We would have dinner uh -huh. pretty frequently, yeah, and lunch, and he would sip on his um, Johnny Walker and tell me stories, you know? <laughs> right. That's him. <laughs> that's him. And smoking cigarettes, and I listened. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's 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 that was really that's the, that's the image everyone remembers uh, from Coach Ed uh, towards the end of his career was the cigarettes and, and yeah okay all right and then wait, so, yeah go, who Sid you have something no I just wanted to ask uh, about your impression of your teammates and and Shell when you first uh, when you first practice with them that's an interesting question man um. When I first started practicing with these guys, I was thinking, well, we don't have a lot of size. This is the first thing I thought. <laughs> and right. um, But I remember these guys, when you start playing this guy, uh, Philip Cesar. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's right. Philip. You had, like, Philip Cesar and uh, Bernie Fabiosa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who else we had? What did we have? Uh, Ray Lassero on that team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ray Lassero yeah. was there. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. one of your teammates and, is watching yeah, right I'm, now. I'm on I'm on I'm on Bugs Adonado. Yeah, Bugs. Yeah, he was one of the good guys, man. Yeah, he was a good guy. Bugs. Is he? St if he's still in the Philippines, I know you guys probably talked to him a lot. But that was my first team. Yeah. yeah, and that was and Sonny Cabato was on that team too. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Big yeah. Sonny, big Sonny. You also, a had a teammate, you also had a young, a young teammate, probably on the second year, by the name of Leo Austria. Remember that guy? He was. A, I liked him a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Leo. Leo. He was a guard. He was a guard. Yeah. He, he could shoot. He was. He could handle the ball really nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, you if, probably if Leo was watching the show. Yeah, he's probably one of the best. He's one of the most. He's one of the winningest coaches in the in the PBA right now. Wow. Yeah, he's, been winning, he's been winning championships every year, past five years. Yeah. That's right. So that's his yeah. thing. Yeah, but and, that yeah. guy, he had a real knack for the game. He was very sound. I remember him very well. He could mm -hmm. handle the ball. He never make a lot of expression and. You know, and yeah, that weird he jump ball shot. Yeah, that weird jump shot. Yeah, I'm, so yeah. Who, 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 I would hold my breath you? when he shoot it. 
<laughs> who, who impressed you? You said Bogs Adornado was a pretty good player. Who else? Who were the guys that you were impressed with right away and said, these are the guys who are going to help me win for this team? For all for all teams I no, played with in the no, Philippines. No, that, that, that same, that same, the, the first team. Like probably Philip Cesar, right? Bernie, Fabiosa, those are the guys. Ray Lazaro, the ones you mentioned, yeah. I'm sure. That's why you remember them, right? Bugs. I could yeah, I could depend on uh Bernie and Bugs and uh, uh Philip Cesar. I could depend on them guys. You know, they were veterans, you know. Yep, yep. You know, it's kind of funny though, uh Charlie, that um that I played with the veteran guys when I first went over there, you know, with Fred Reynolds and all these guys. But the, my second year, when I played with Pure Food, there was younger players. You know, you had guys like Jojo Lastimosa and uh, you had guys like um, Alvin uh, Al Alvin Petrimonio and the, uh, what's, the, what's the little guard name? Dindo. Uh, Dindo. Dindo yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those guys were good players, man. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. They, they were young and they were coached by Joe Lipa, you know. So I kind of put a lot of pressure on those guys to play, you know. Right, right, right. But, but you know, so, so Dexter, mm -hmm. uh, one of your uh, former teammates or adversaries is watching right now. B Boy Ravanis, does that ring the bell to you? B Boy Ravanis is watching right now. He's your teammate at Shell. Yeah, he hey, was. B boy, B boy, how you doing, man? If you're watching this, <laughs> yeah, then, then no, no, actually, there's two of them. There's two of them watching. B boy Ravanes and Aldo Perez. If you remember Aldo Perez, Aldo your... Perez, yeah, Perez. Yeah. I remember yeah, him very well. He's watching yeah. too. Yeah, he's always he's always here watching the show. And so Aldo and then B boy are are tuned in right now. Well, you know, two so we're talking players, about your man. we're talking about your yeah we're talking about your first stint here in 1986. You did come back in '87. For Shell as well. We'll talk about that now, but we just want to remind everybody, Aaron, that uh, the the uh, the show in Eternity of Basketball is uh, has an has an Instagram page. So please follow the Instagram page of an Eternity of Basketball. We are part of the Globally Balling Network. Check out the globallyballing.com website for articles and audio and video projects. Catch it on YouTube as well. AOB, check us out on all our social media. You can find us on uh, YouTube and Spotify as well. Take us on the go. Watch us. Listen to us anywhere, anytime. This is an Eternity of Basketball episode 67. We're still with, we're still inside the house of Shouse with Dexter Shouse. <laughs> and of course, uh, check out Globally Ballin' Linktree slash Globally Ballin'. You'll find all the links to all these different shows. So we continue episode 67 in the house of Shouse. And, and so we're talking about Shell. 86. You played with Fred Reynolds and Perry Young, and then uh, pretty good uh, performance, but you failed to make it into the deep into the playoffs. But you were brought back a year later in '87, and this is the part we talk about your second stint here in in in, the, in Manila. Your coach was Joe Lipa on Shell. Um, there was a bit of controversy, Dexter. A lot of people are wondering about that because when you played with Shell for the second time. Um, your your stint with Shell was cut short, okay? You had because you had to leave at a certain point before the conference ended. Can you tell us what happened there? Okay, let me see. That was the second. That was the second tour in the Philippines, right? My yeah, second, the second season. tour with Shell. Second season with Shell, eighty-seven. Because you first came in eighty-six, and then you came back in eighty-seven. Okay. And you okay. weren't able to I finish the conference. 
Yes, that's. I think that's the year when I uh, witnessed um, the bombing, you know, over there by the Manila Garden Hotel. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I was right, right across the street there at the the Wendy's restaurant in Manila Garden. You know right, where right, I'm right. talking about the area. I know exactly mm-hmm. where what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it and it shook me up. Uh, Charlie, it shook me up so bad. I wasn't used to that. I wasn't ready for what happened that day. You know, the the you know explosion went off, and um, it took me, man, five years to get over it. To get over the the bomb. You know, I would I would yeah. live it, and wake up in cold sweats. I was. I respect all our. Um, Armed forces people, man. I just wonder how they could deal with that every day. I never experienced it, you know. And yeah, yeah. it just it shook me up so bad, man, that uh, I felt like I wasn't safe there or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I like to po- I apologize to anybody that um I hurt my fans or anything, but it was just something personal that I was going through, you know. Right, but right. When I um when I when I got back to the states and everything, I tell you how it affected me, man. I I was with, I think I was with my girlfriend, and we went out to the movie when I got back to the states to see uh, um, Hollow Vietnam. Is that the movie with um Robin Williams? Good, good morning Vietnam. Good morning good Vietnam. Vietnam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good morning Vietnam, man. And and uh, when we're in the theater, a uh, you know, the bomb went off in the movie, you know. I, I had to get up and leave, man. I was shook up for about five years after that experience in the Philippines, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, uh, yeah well, it's kind of like post-war. Um, yeah, yeah. PTSD. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I eventually got over it, you know. But I got an opportunity to get back there and stuff. So you really heard back. the explosion when you were at the Manila Guardian Hotel. You heard that the, the bomb really went off. Then you know, where you, you saw were it. there. I was there. I was um, yeah, yeah. right across the street. Yeah, you yeah. know, it blew it blew the uh, food off my tray off in Wendy's. It blew my food off the tray. You wow, know? yeah, that 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 yeah. bad, yeah. The Manila so Garden kinda, now it's, it's now the Ducet Hotel. It's a it's a Thai hotel now, Ducet Hotel. Oh, okay. So that's the experience I had, mm-hmm. and I was like, man. I mean, I could have been right there. Mm-hmm. I could have yeah. been right in that spot two minutes before, you know. I was just yeah. in that area where it blew up, see. So it affected me a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it hasn't changed my opinion, though, about Philippine people. I love Philippine people. It's, it's my home away from home, you know. Mm-hmm. I love go ahead, the culture. Yeah, go ahead, Sid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd just like to go back to the start of the 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 conference that time yeah, shell was a brand new team a new coach in jolipa who was uh, the national team coach as well how how was he as uh, a coach what was your first impression of him well it was my second coach baby delupian and then it was jolipa right yeah because baby coached no. you for a short short bit no it's about the same time right because baby coached you for that iba series yeah yeah the IBA yeah, series, yeah 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 and then when you played against first, the IBA guys like Sugar Ray Hall and then Sean Chambers and those oh, guys. Oh, right? okay. That's okay, where with Joe Lipa. I thought I was Pure Foods with yeah. Joe Lipa. Pure no, Foods? No. Pure Foods was Baby Dalupa. Pure Foods was Baby Dalupa already in 89. Yeah. 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 Joe Lipa oh, was coach okay. of Shell in 87. But yeah, but how, what's your memory of him? 
that's also a, he's also an interesting character. Joe Leap is is one of my yes. <laughs> he, he was one of my best friends, man, and like my father figure over there in the Philippines, you know. Um I remember he coached the national team, right? Right. Yep. So he, he had a discipline about him that I liked being from Indiana. I liked his coaching style, you know. Um real discipline and a, a go-getter, man. He'd get on your butt, man, if you didn't do the right thing, you know. So I like that about him. Um, he wasn't like most pro coaches. They just let the veterans do what they want to. We had a young team. We had a young team. So uh, um, I like the fact that he uh, put a lot of pressure on us to perform, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, he actually uh, – there's a comment here. Joe Lipa actually attended – uh, a coaching seminar in Indiana under Bobby Knight in the early 80s. So, yeah, uh, Bob Knight is a big influence also on his uh, coaching philosophy, especially, you know, that motion offense that was so popular back then. He he, he picked all of that up uh, from Bobby Knight. Yeah, and me being from Indiana, too, I think I helped him a lot because I was disciplined. I played for a Hall of Fame coach here, you know, um, Howard Sharp, mm-hmm. and – so I think we uh, blended pretty good, you know. I think well, it, was, but, it was a good match. Yeah, Dexter, when you first when you first arrived in the Philippines and you saw the level of competition and you knew you could average 50 points a game, how did that change your psyche as a basketball player in, in the Philippines? Averaging 50 points a game? Yeah. Um, well... I think I was in a situation where the coach kind of let me be myself. You know what I'm saying? He didn't. Uh, he didn't um, stop me from being who I was, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't believe I averaged 50 points a game. I don't. You know, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I actually averaged 50 points a game. I mean, you know, but yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, playing playing in the in that league at that time. I think I played in a six. I don't know how I made the six-one conference, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. I was I was actually wondering about that because when I was doing my research, it said limit of six-one, but you're not listed at six-one. You're listed at six-two at least. So I don't know how that happened. Well, anyway, that's crazy. Hey. Yeah, but, but things hey. happen. You know? Hey, uh, one of these deals, guys. Noah, one of these deals. You yeah. Your neck yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they weren't really scientific about the way they measured imports at the time. Now, when you come to the PBA, yeah. they make you lie down. And you can't lie about your height anymore because you're lying down. You know, yeah. Back oh, in the day, you right. do pretty much yeah, what you yeah. want. They measure you lying down. So you know, there's no way to get away from it. Yeah, I, I had to play. I had a, hey, Charlie, I had to play turtleneck, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 they uh they actually sent an import home here because he measured like one sixteenth of a, of an inch above the limit. the limit. That's yeah, crazy. are you serious? So, yeah, 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 because it's scientific now. You can't cheat anymore. Yeah. Back in your <laughs> back in your day, you could pretty much do anything, right? Hey, your 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 man Bernie Fabiosa yeah. is watching now. He just tuned in. All right, Bernie Fabiosa, huh? That's my, yeah. my boy, man. Yeah. 
I wish he I wish he could show some flicks of him throwing. Yeah, no, throwing me some alley oops, man. Yeah. But what was your what was your impression of these? You're with the veterans, as you said. You had Boggs at Bernardo, Philip Cesar, Bernie Fabiosa. I mean, they had been in the with the league uh, from the start. What were your impression about the veterans and the PBA when you first showed up? Um I could I could tell they were veterans. <laughs> you know? Especially Philip Cesar and smoking them cigarettes in the locker room, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm not gonna tell on everybody, you know, but <laughs> they they were veterans, man. But they respected me. They knew I was a young guy, I was talented, and they said this guy wants to win. And they they bought into me. They bought into the team, you know. Um and they respected me. They knew I was gonna work hard, so I think uh, they respected me a lot, the veterans. I was a young guy, though, you know? Yeah, look at this. Look at Check this. this out, Dexter. Here's a couple of photos <laughs> from your your first stint here in, in, in the Philippines. Shao Sparks Shell, it says, on, on the left. And then on the right side, there you are battling for the rebound with Alvin Franklin. Yeah, that's Alvin Franklin of uh, University of Houston. That's Alvin for Franklin, great okay. And that's Philip yeah. Cesar behind yeah. Yeah. Phillip's right there. Yeah, and then the other one yeah. is Ricardo Brown. Uh, yeah, okay. Ricardo Brown is the one uh, on the right side, uh, former yeah, MVP. Ricardo Brown. What is, what is Ricardo Brown? He was a good player. What is he doing nowadays? He's a He's school a principal. principal in LA. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I school see that principal. Coming. We're still waiting for yeah. him to come on the show. Wow, ain't that something, man? That brings back uh, yeah. some memories. Those two pictures. Uh, yeah, Philip, Philip Cesar has been on the show uh, already. Yeah, but Alvin Franklin, yeah, he was one of those University of Houston guys, uh, very highly touted because he came from that big program. But he didn't shine the way you guys did, you know, from the smaller programs. Just as you said, you never know who's going to shine here in the Philippines. You can come I from think, an obscure school. I think uh, I think Alvin Franklin in this game Dexter limited you to forty eight points. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, Alvin Franklin uh, came a little late. He was a replacement uh, yeah. for Eric Turner. Right yeah, then, but yeah, Eric Turner. This was this was a conference hey, I, of several former Houston players suited up: Benny Andrews, yeah. Rob Williams. Yeah, Rob Williams. Rob Williams, man, he was something else, man. And he Rob, was. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, rest, rest yeah. Rob peace, Williams. Yeah. Yeah, rest, rest in, in peace, peace, Rob. That's my boy, man. Yeah. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. So there you are in action. What's what the next photo? Let's let's check out the what's next. This hey. is a 1989 playoff team. Yeah. This is in where 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 were you here? 1989. After after you left in 87, Shell, after the explosion and all that, you didn't come back for two years. What did you do in between? Where did you play? Oh, in the CBA, I think I was with this okay. team. I went with I went signed with the Atlanta Hawks to go to. Um, I signed with Atlanta Hawks, and it was starting the season with them before I came back to the CBA. The, okay. This picture, nineteen eighty nine, the Tulsa Fast Breakers. And shout out mm -hmm. to my boy, man, the uh, Turner family, man. That this picture, it brings back a lot of uh, memories, you know. Yeah, right there here. are also a couple of former. PBA imports here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, 
uh, Aaron, can we zoom the, the photo? There's some yeah. familiar names there. Yeah, Wes Matthews is on the yeah, West Matthews, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, the Wild uh, Wild West. The Wild Wild West, <laughs> yes, that's right. And then uh, Joe Ward. Joe Ward. Jumping Joe yeah. Ward. Jumping Joe, Joe Ward. Exactly. Uh -huh. He got into yeah. a big fight here in, in Manila when he was here. You know why? He, he fought he with Philip Cesar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. He yeah. fought with Philip Cesar. Yeah. <laughs> big brawl. Probably the biggest brawl they ever had here in the in PBA it, history. It spilled, it spilled into the stands, actually. We even had a clip of that wow. when Philip was on the show. Yeah. And then your your center, wow. one of your centers here is Michael Graham. That's that's the guy from Georgetown, right? Michael Graham. Yeah, Michael Madman Graham. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a. And your coach a, here was uh, Henry Bibby, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Henry Bibby. He was known to have a whole lot of thug basketball players. Henry Bibby. <laughs> yeah, he's a Sixer yeah. guy too. Like yeah, the, yeah, the dad yes. of, uh, of course, Mike. Mike. Bibby, right? Yeah. Can you tell us a yeah. bit shortly? Tell us about your experiences in the CBA because there's a lot of crazy stories about the CBA. How was it for you? Did you get your paychecks on time? Did, yeah. you, travel by, did you travel by bus? Was it by plane? Yeah. How did you know? How was it? A plane in the CBA, man. You had to have um, armadillo skin. You know what an armadillo is? Uh -huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you if you didn't have that type of skin back in the CBA, man, you couldn't survive. It was a tough league. You know, we didn't have many NBA teams like they do now. See, mm -hmm. if if that was the case back then when I was playing, man, guys like uh, me and guys like Michael Young and all these guys that you name would be okay. in the NBA for a long time. See, they got more teams yeah. and bigger rosters nowadays. See, there so. Uh, yeah, the playing, in the, yeah, playing cool. in the CBA. I think we played eleven games in thirteen days before in the CBA, man. Wow. Eleven <laughs> games crazy. in thirteen days. That's crazy. You know, CBA. There's there's a there's a comment right now, Dexter. I need to read this because it says Dexter. Some, one of our fans, Ian Alvarado, said, "You used to rap. I'm Dexter Shouse, the Deadly D. Watch out for my 360." Oh, that's nice. Uh, you remember uh, that? Yeah, but tell him he, I, he's not going to get me to rap. Not tonight, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Dexter yeah, Shaw, I'm the too old. All right. Yeah. You know, the yeah. other thing that strikes me from this photo, there are only 10 players per team in the CBA, right? Yeah. There are only 10 of you here. And you had to play 11 games in, in 13 days. And just, there was just 10 you, of you. I, I, well, with, not with that particular team. When I played with Henry Bibby in Baltimore, in Baltimore, I played for Henry Bibby, the Baltimore Lightning. This particular team, this particular team, I tell you, with Henry Bibby, you know, he was a three-time champion, NCAA with UCLA, you know, mm -hmm. and he, he won championship with the Knicks back in 71, I think, was it? Uh, mm -hmm. 70 or whatever. 70, but, 70. 70, mm -hmm. 70 yeah. He, he didn't take no lightweights, man. Like, with this team, I was the only player that out of 40 players that lasted on this team, this championship team right here. Mm -hmm. he, I think he went through 40 players in one year. Wow. How can you go through 40 mm -hmm. players, man, in one year? <laughs> I was the only player that started with the team that lasted. Uh-huh. 
I was the only job, one that lasted. Well, he didn't start with all these guys. Henry cut everybody else. I was the only one that started with the team that was that uh, survived. You know. Yeah. So the rest it's of these to say guys. that Henry Bibby built the team around you. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, you could say <laughs> that much. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But he but, cut. But how he is, cut yeah. yeah, sorry, Dexter. I mean, uh, my, my question was, how was the drug problem in the 80s in the CBA? Because it was pretty rampant in the NBA. I'm sure it was way worse in the CBA. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I, I kid around with a couple of my uh, buddies and stuff that played in the CBA and everything, and a couple of guys I know. I tell them, I said, the CBA, you know, it normally stands for Continental Basketball Association. I told them to, back then it's probably Crack Basketball Association, man. There's so many people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There were yeah, so yeah, many people. Yeah, it was pretty bad, man. It was pretty bad. Um, you know, that's just the way it was back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but things got a lot better, it got under control. With drug testing yeah. and stuff like that, when they start doing that, it cleaned it cleaned the league up pretty much, you know. That's right. You know, they didn't have any of those traveling cocaine circuses like they had with the Chicago Bulls when Michael Jordan was a rookie, right? Yeah, maybe worse, yeah. man. Maybe worse. <laughs> Let's check out what's what's next on the on the list on the album. Oh, here, this oh, is wow. with Pure Foods. Look at you, you're going up against Keith Smart, and you have something to say about that, right, Dexter? About Keith Smart. <laughs> you guys, I think uh, the, the Philippine people sent Keith Smart home when they, they tried to put him against me, you know. It was either <laughs> him or me. And it wasn't going to be me. It was going to have to be him, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's the way I looked at it. And he's a good player, man, but the game was so hyped, you know. It was so hyped up that one of us is going to have to go home and it wasn't going to be me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he yeah. but he did get exposed uh, here in the Philippines because you know as we all know that the imports have to do everything, and Keith Smart's skill set wasn't a, he wasn't a do everything kind of import. He was like a, a jump shooter kind of guy, so yeah. he couldn't take over at all. So they had to send him home after a couple of games. But yeah, there was a lot of hype, yeah, of, yeah, about Keith Smart co coming over because you know he was uh, he, he won a championship for Indiana in '87. And uh, the fans here were uh, really looking forward to seeing him play, but you know he. Yeah, but uh, he, he, ran ran against, against, he ran up against the <laughs> Dexter Shouse in the House of Shouse, right? <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's the his pro problem. The problem. Yeah, the problem was he had to face me the first game, and that wasn't good, mm. you know. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. seriously, seriously. It's true, it's true. Yeah, I remember it, you guys blew out San Miguel in that game. You, you won by, I think, yeah. 20 plus points. Well, well, thank to Coach Lipa. Coach Lipa was telling me how people were saying how he's going to beat me and how good he is. And I said, Are you serious, Coach? <laughs> like, I, hey, Char hey, Charlie, like I told you, it was like the fight before Tyson and uh, uh, Michael Spinks, man. You know how mad oh, Tyson yeah. was? Uh -huh. Yeah, that, it, yeah, yeah. it kind of reminds me of that time. I'm like, I was so upset that they think this guy was going to beat me. You know, I'm like, 
yeah. I should be in the yeah. NBA, man. I should, you know. But yeah, he was a, a good player. But that was a really strong team you were on and Pure Foods. Uh, unlike, you know, you, you were talking about it earlier. You had a bunch of veterans with you and Shell, you know, Cesar, Fabios, or Lazaro, those guys, Adornado. You come to Pure Foods, suddenly you're the veteran because a lot of the guys are younger than you are and they're, and they're up and coming. So, you know, it must have been a great great run for you to to see these guys uh, so athletic, you know, Jojo Laftimosa dunking left and right and flying so high and all of that. And you had a great, you had a nice run in that conference as well. You were winning most of your games uh, till the semis, uh, but then you had to go as well. What happened there? That's when um, Philadelphia signed me. They nice. called me in to sign, sign me. A lot of people said, well, Dexter, you signed a 10-day contract. I never signed a 10-day contract. Mm -hmm. All the contracts I ever signed was year, year contracts. Uh -huh. So they signed me for a year. It might be my last chance to get in the NBA, man. I mean... I, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. supposed to be in the NBA, so I I had to go um, entertain that, you know. And it was the saddest feeling in the world to leave Philippines again. I felt so bad, man. You know, uh, because I loved being in the Philippines. You know, I love. You know, I, I never played in a playoff in the Philippines. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because of the game that you you missed. After, before, when you left the that was food, a playoff game. That was a playoff game against Añejo, against uh, Jaworski's squad to make the finals. That was to make the finals. We so wouldn't get to play that game. But I'm pretty sure um, that team would have won the championship, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I'm what, pretty that's what sure Dean Dupomarin, That's what Dean Dupomarin said a couple of weeks and, ago. Uh, guys, I just want you to know we got a bunch of players, uh, former PBA players watching right now. We have Ricardo Brown watching. We have Alan K. Dick watching. We have Jimmy Malansala also on. Um, one of our coaches, Koi Banal, is also on. So uh, they're all interested to, to hear Dexter's story. So you got a bunch of fans here, Dexter. Yeah, I know the players that you named, Ricardo Brown and a couple of those guys you named. Yeah. They're legends in the Philippines. They're legends in the Philippines, man. Yeah. They're all watching you right now. So you're the legend right now. Uh, just, just take us oh. back to, to Pure Foods. I mean, you had a young team. You had guys that we mentioned them, Dindo Pumarin, Alvin Patrimonio, Jerry Codiniera, Giorgio Lastimosa, Nelson Asaitono. I, I don't know if you have memories of, of, of the guy they call the bull, uh, Nelson Asaitono Nelson. over in that team. Yeah. Yeah, of course I remember Nelson, man. He was talented, man. <laughs> Uh -huh. Nelson, uh -huh. he was, he was, he was kind of like, kind of shy. He wouldn't talk so much, right? Is that the? Yeah. And he wouldn't. Uh, he just yeah, he played just, hard, man. Exactly. That yeah, that was it. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They call him the bull, actually. After that, yeah, he went on to he have a very good career. Yeah, he never he said a lot to me. He never said a whole lot to me because I, I, do I don't think he spoke English that well, right? <laughs> that's right. That's, that's very possible, yeah. But a lot of the yeah, young, yeah. a lot of the players are, are shy to to talk to the imports because of that, because of that limitation. But yeah, you know, you well, ninety percent well, of the players I played with was pretty much scared to talk to me most of the time, anyway, because of you're a scary dude. I mean. No, I wanted to win the game, and they knew that. Mm -hmm. So we we are talking to have fun when it's necessary, but when it's business, yeah. they knew I was pretty serious, you know. 
Yeah, one of the one of the fans when we we posted that you're going to be the next guest, he immediately posted the guy with the perpetual scowl. Mm-hmm. You had a game face. You're, you're like Bernard King, you know. When it was game time, you have this <laughs> this face, and and you know that means it's all business. True, true. Right. I mean, you had to be all business. You know, there's only one time that I looked up in the crowd, maybe once or twice, that I really kind of looked in a crowd before in the Philippines. I really try to you know, stay with visors on and stay focused because mm-hmm. you look at the uh, the fans that didn't like your team, man. Mm-hmm. They, they were kind of yeah. like Trump followers, man. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> like you at all. <laughs> man, right, they, they called me so many names and, you know, got uh, fans of Anebra or something like that. I mean, yeah. it was serious business. Yeah. They didn't, right, right. truly, they didn't like you. They did not like you. Period, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 but when it came to fun time, Dexter, where did you hang out when you were in Manila? What were your favorite hangout places uh, when you were here? <laughs> um, You're probably going to say Silas anyway, right? Silas Disco. <laughs> Stargazer. Um, yeah, Stargazer. Silas Hotel, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I hung out places where people didn't go most of the time. How's that? <laughs> no, but uh, seriously. What food do you remember here? Filipino food. Uh, my favorite my favorite uh, restaurant was a Kamayan. I used to eat there all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah still that was around. The place uh, all the players would eat there. It's still around. Yeah, it's still around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, my favorite food was... Um, um, prawn, I ate prawn. I ate that all the time. You know, uh-huh. you can't get that good prawn here, man. So you know, yeah. in the Philippines, it's the best. Yeah. yeah, over here it's called so po. Yeah, it's the best in the world. You know, um, yeah. it's just yeah. it's the country is so unique. You know, I can like talk to people and they have me laughing all the time. You know, because they're so basketball. So uh, knowledgeable in basketball, <laughs> yeah. you can actually have a conversation with people, you know? Not only that, a lot of Filipinos, if not all Filipinos, can understand and speak English, too. That's rare, because when you travel around the world, you don't get that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's, that's very true. That's very mm-hmm. true right there. I think that was the, the, uh, that's what made me very comfortable, you know, going over to the Philippines. They speak English. You can understand them, mm-hmm. see? Uh, I know they got about a hundred different dialects of uh, Tagalog, mm-hmm. though. Am I right? Uh-huh, yes, yeah. uh, that's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. different language. Yeah, but they have, but, we have different languages you know, here. Yeah, but isn't that unique to be able to speak? Um, I told Fred Reynolds that when these guys speak English and made you feel at home. You know, it really made you feel mm-hmm. at home. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I have a question about the second photo. Yeah, the guy guarding you here is Dennis Abatuan. Uh, who's uh, who was known back then as you know one of the more rugged enforcers? I just gotta, gotta ask you when you first played here, um, you know which uh, local player, PBA player, you know sort of gave you a you know a welcome to the PBA move. Yeah, who hit you first? <laughs> His name was Sonny Jaworski. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we got to hear that story. Come on. Come on, Dexter. Share your Sonny Jaworski story. Sonny, step on your feet a lot, Jaworski. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't know Sonny Jaworski. He was sort of like Billy Ray Bates to me, kind of strange, you know? I never could understand him. Um, as you know, me and him got into a couple altercations, I think, while we were mm -hmm. playing. But he, he, outside of that, you know, we were just trying to be competitive. He's yeah. probably a great guy, you know. Yeah, but back is, then, yeah. I didn't think so. I didn't think so back then. You know, he was a great guy. He's a, he was a very uh, physical player, and then he liked to intimidate some of the imports. Uh, he probably gave you a couple of karate chops, too, when you were handling the ball, right? Oh, definitely, yep. man. You know, you, you, you had to be tough in the Philippines, man. If you ain't tough, don't you couldn't play in the Philippines if, if you wasn't a very tough player and could deal with that. The little mm -hmm. extra elbow shots and the, the little stepping on the yeah. feet. and They got a lot of tricks over there, man, that I didn't know that they had in basketball. <laughs> you know. We gotta, I have a question. When you had to leave for that Philadelphia 76ers stint, was there no way to delay that by a couple of days? Did Philadelphia say you either come today or you miss your chance? Was it, was it that kind of situation? Yeah, I had to go yeah. to Philadelphia then. I had to, um, and I was hurt. I don't know if you guys remember, but I was really injured back then. I had a sciatic nerve going on. And so right. when I came for the Philippines, they had to give me a physical. They they ended up signing me anyway because I flew so far to go there. They ended mm -hmm. up honoring the contract anyway, you know. Right, right. But, um, but uh, so after you left kind of, the... You played for the Sixers and all of that, but you, you played in, in, in South America as well. As, as you can see from this photo, this is uh, your Brazilian team. Yes, that's a Brazilian national champion team right there. And we end up winning, um, going to the world championship, that team. Um, mm -hmm. That was a great team right there. Uh, there's a lot of good players in there. I'd like to give a shout out to my boy, Paloca. In mm -hmm. that Dar family, I I was really close to them. I was really close uh, to a lot of people over there. Um, kind of bring back memories. A very mm -hmm. when we won fifty six games in a row. That team right there. Whoa, really? Fifty six. Wow. wow, that's yeah, crazy. That's a crazy streak. Yeah, and I, I see. Let me see. Chewy, John Joe, Joe Swell. All those guys should have played in the NBA. See. They wasn't going to the NBA that much back then. Um, mm -hmm. That's right. There's a great right. team, all-star. You're number 10, Maurice Cheeks. Yeah, from Maurice Cheeks. Maurice Cheeks. Yes. Now, what's that? Yeah. Now, let's see the next photo, though. Yeah, let's just go through these photos, and then let's, let's see what they Here's the championship. Yeah? You said yeah, the CBA. Mm -hmm. CBA yeah. championship. That was the CBA championship when I played with Henry Bibby, Tulsa Fast Breakers. Mm -hmm. That was a, a really, a really good team that I played on. I look at you! You're lean. You look, you look lean and mean. This I didn't recognize you. Here. What, what year was this? <laughs> this was 1980, 1990 something. Yeah, 89. 89. Okay, that same that same year. Okay. 
I wish I wish I could be that lean now, man. I try to come back over to the Philippines and play again. <laughs> Have you tried to dunk any time recently? I think I could dunk, but you would have to pay me. Because <laughs> I think I would I would break my knees off, but I, I think Probably. I could, you know. Probably. I just never try. <laughs> right, okay. right. Oh, what's next? What's next on the on the album? Here's here's the Sixers. Yeah, the Sixers. There's, there's are. you. There's you and Ron Anderson. Yeah, my boy Ron Anderson. He played at Fresno State, I think. That's right. Yeah, that's State. That's when I left the Philippines, and I yeah. had to play immediate. I had to play immediately, you know, mm -hmm. going there. But I was having issues with my back. You know, things didn't work out and everything. So I, I think yeah. I was more healthy. A year later, I got pretty healthy after that, you know. So how was your experience? Charles Barkley was there. Charles Barkley, yeah. You know, I mean, tell us about the, the stint with, well, with the Sixers. Well, you know, I knew Charles Barkley. We played against each other in college when he played mm -hmm. at Auburn. Right. Um, and uh, I hope he's listening to the show, which he's probably not right now. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but we, beat, we beat them in Auburn. And they had a Chuck Persons, Charles Barkley, a very good team, you know. That team right. beat Kentucky twice that year. So I knew Charles from um, college. So when I, I got with the Sixers, the 76ers um, – It's pretty much my family's favorite team. You know, I love Dr. J, man. I love the 76ers, mm -hmm. so it's kind of unbelievable I got the opportunity to actually play in the old spectrum. That was the old spectrum. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was it like with Charles? I mean, do you have any anecdotes you want to share about Charles? Was he as crazy as he was when he was still playing, or, or was he crazier when he was still playing as opposed to now that we see him on TV? Crazier. And he, um, there wasn't a, it wasn't a practice or a day that me and Charles Barkley didn't argue. Oh, wow. We argued. We, we always had some, he always had some kind of weird opinion about something. So until now, we, we would, you know, yeah. until now on inside the NBA. He's, yeah. He's, he's always, and I have to, I mean, we, for hours, man, we would talk about silly stuff that he believes in or whatever, but. Like what? Like what? In, in name, name it, man. If a frog jumped on the other side, other side of the street, he'll say, "No, it didn't. It jumped on that side of the street." I mean, we argue about everything. <laughs> Did you argue about food? Because he he had an appetite. Charles Barkley had an appetite when he was playing in the NBA. No, he kind of trimmed down a little bit, though, from college. He was around mount and rebound pretty much in college. But when he yeah. went to the NBA, he kind of trimmed down a little bit. You know? That's right. That's right. Because yeah, um, I read somewhere, you know, Charles Barkley's idea of a balanced diet is having a Big Mac in each hand. <laughs> yep, yep. I read that, too. I read that, too. Uh, yep, yep. Hey, Noel. Hey, Noel, yeah. I hope he's not listening to what you said, man. No, Charles, Charles and I are, are this... Charles, Charles and I are like this, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's got but he's got his arm around your neck. That's why you're that close. Yeah, sorry, yeah. like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. But the Sixers, yeah, one but of the one of the the Sixers were a great team back in the early 80s, championship with Moses and, and, and Dr. J and all that. But but when you when you joined the Sixers, how were they doing as a team? Were they, you know, were they good? 
we made the playoffs that year, you know. Mm -hmm. Made the playoffs and everything like that. They were pretty good, but they were trying to find their way because they got Rick Mahorn on the team mm -hmm. that year. I was That's pretty right. close to Rick. Mm -hmm. I was pretty close to Rick and Ron Anderson and Johnny Dawkins and mm -hmm. Scotty Brooks, the coach. That's he right. He was on the team. That's the year they had Hawkins uh, and Dawkins, right? Yeah, Hawkins and Dawkins. Yeah, Hershey. Yeah, Hershey Hawkins. They were pretty good. You know, it was pretty good. But I think one East Coast trip, that's when I first joined them from the Philippines, you know. We went on the East Coast swing where we was in um, New York, Atlanta, and um, the Washington Bullets back then, you know. Charles got Charles got kicked out of all three of the games, man, the games that I <laughs> Three in a row. So that was my first experience of playing with Charles. He got kicked out of all the games all the time, you know. <laughs> He would he would get into it when we played New York. He would get into it with Charles Oakley. Then we yeah. played um, Atlanta. Kevin Willis and he, him yeah, and Kevin was, Willis yeah. would lock up. They would lock up, lock each other up. You know, and uh, <laughs> it was kind of crazy. So, so you were, he, who was you? Were Johnny Dawkins backup at the time, or Hersey Hawkins backup? Yeah, Johnny Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnny Dawkins back up. I thought I was better than him, but you know, I was injured. I was injured at the time. I was injured at the time. See, yeah. Um, but they, the team know, the, stayed with me, and hope. Yeah. The problem with that Sixers team, I think, yeah, because your center was Mike Jaminski, and then it, it, it was hard for him. It was hard for him to compete with the other centers at the time, Olajuwon and then Ewing and all those other guys. Mm. So Mike Jaminski, you know, outside shooter. Dookie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have to agree with you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a photo of you more recent. <laughs> Who are these guys? You see all those? I think they're those, All those guys are my, are my brothers. Exactly. I said they're all Shouses, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is literally the house of Shouse right here. <laughs> yeah. We had, I mean, we grew up with our own team, man. We would play teams from Chicago, Indianapolis. We would beat these teams because we had a good chemistry, all my brothers, you know. The one farthest from the left, his, his name is uh, uh, Daniel Schaus. That's the guy that I look up to a lot. He was All-American at um, Peru State. And the one next to him was Herman Schaus. He played over in Norway. You know, my brother right there in the middle is Dennis. He was a player too, played college ball and this me. And then Daryl, my brother Daryl, he played in Iceland and Argentina. Wow. And you're okay. missing two more. You're missing mm -hmm. two more that played. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So That's right. That's right. we would have our own team, man. And it was hard to beat hard to beat us. We had chemistry, you know. How how Maybe. tall is the tallest? Are you the tallest, brother? Y yes. A few of us are equal height. So all guards, all guards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So no, but you guys would take center, over man. the. Uh, you guys would we take play over all the position. Yeah, in the dust bowl tournaments and stuff like that. <laughs> so we played all positions. It wasn't no guard. You had to play everything. You know, I played center in high school, so it was pretty. It was pretty easy for me to adjust to Philippine basketball. You know. Yeah. After after you left uh, for the Philadelphia stint, 
did you know, did you find out that the PBA commissioner uh, issued a lifetime ban on you because you left? Did you ever find out about that? Yes, yes. I know he, he put a lifetime ban on I me. Mean, I didn't think it was right. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was the right thing to do because, I mean, if the NBA is calling you, you have to go. I mean, you know, that's where everybody wants to go, playing the NBA. So he, I think he lifted it on me, though. Now, yeah. I think the last time did he put a lifetime ban on me? I think after the Pure Food stint. Yeah, after the Pure Food stint. He put a lifetime ban on me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I but, hope but he forgive me, man. Yeah, well, uh, well he's they, gone they, now. They he's gone, he's gone already now. But, but uh, I don't know if the way you ever lived. But did any other PBA team try to contact you in the years afterwards to try to see if you're interested to come back? Yeah, or I think maybe it was a not. few teams that... It was a few teams that tried to contact me, you know. Uh, um, I don't – I've been in touch with a few teams, you know, the um, Mahindra in, in, in the um, recent past. I've been in contact with a few teams. Oh, just, really? You know. In what capacity help. were you supposed to serve yeah. Mahindra? No, just helping them out a little bit with oh, recruiting. Okay. Uh picture is that <laughs> uh, i just found it i just found it on your on your page yeah <laughs> you you tell us <laughs> picture is that, What's that I thought, I, I, maybe it's no, a I thought, I, I, the first oh, thing i thought fan. i thought it was nancy lieberman the first time i saw it <laughs> you know let me see okay i can't <laughs> I really thought it was Nancy Lieberman the first time I saw it, so I thought it was important. <laughs> That's kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, where go I'm to the going. next one then. <laughs> no, that's the last one. Hey, oh, is that the last hey, one? Yeah, I'm, I'm scared you're going to um, pull up something, man, to make me go run in the bathroom or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we don't have anything. I just want to ask you now about we can go back to the four shot now, Aaron. I, I just wanted to ask you, Dexter. There says Dexter Schaus Jr. I mean, he's had a lot of hype right now. Your, your son uh, is is uh, the next generation. There's a lot of hype on this kid right now. So tell us about Junior and, and uh, what he's uh, how he's evolved as a basketball player. Um, you know, when you, you start playing basketball competitive, competitively on a high level, you have your downfalls, you have your bad experiences, whatever, but he's coming around. He had a, uh, maybe one or two um, adjustments he had to make and everything, and now he's uh, figuring the game out. Um, that's why I tell kids all the time it's not good to get too much hype all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, have to, you have to earn that hype, and he's getting more mature now and he's starting to figure it out so we're going to see what happens from from this point on right does he know that his dad once uh was like the will chamberlain of the pba was averaging 50 points a game dunking on people uh does he know about these stories yeah he probably knows but these young kids man they don't when you get old man they don't listen to you they don't 
<laughs> they can't imagine the works that that's put in, that's put in to be a good basketball player, you know? Um, then you got some that want to work hard, but he, he realized it and everything, but I don't know to what extent that he uh, um, follows it, you know? Okay. Of course you did have, you did have uh, your moments here in the Philippines. A lot of people are saying, had you stayed, you might've been considered uh, among the best really in, in the PBA. Any regrets in in uh, in your basketball career uh, that you wanna that you haven't talked about yet. Yeah, I mean, when, you know, when I was with the Lakers, there's a few things happened. I felt like it cost me three championship rings. You know, I was just learning in life. I was young, but as as far as the CBA, there's a few things I wouldn't take anything back. You know, but. As far as the Philippines, what I do regret is, you know, I knew I would have won a championship with the teams that I did play on. I'm pretty sure that I think. Uh, and I regret ever leaving the Philippines. If I had a pinpoint one moment in my of my career, I played a lot of basketball games, you know, all over the world, mm -hmm. is that I left the Philippines the way I did, you know. I kind of regret it, but... Well, I told uh, Coach Leeper and a couple other friends I would come over here and visit and come to a couple of games, you know, and visit the people and stuff. Um, maybe when all this virus in, goes down, maybe I have the opportunity to come back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. You guys going to take me to the Kamayan? Oh, sure. <laughs> no, no take you to other places you haven't been to here in the Philippines, right. you know. Yeah, Noel, Noel will bring you to a lot of places that we can't mention here because he frequents those places. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're called they're called kindergarten um, cafes and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. no, but but I heard some of the how... I heard some. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, I heard sir. some of the beaches in the Philippines. I heard some of the beaches in the Philippines are like some of the best in the world. Oh, 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 yes. You heard right. You heard right. Yeah. Unfortunately, we can't go. Yeah. We, all we just can't go right now because of this yeah. pandemic. So, so after your basketball career, when did you finally call it quits? When you start, when you said, I, I'm stop, I stop playing basketball right now. What year was this? Um, this was uh, 1999, 2000. Mm -hmm. I went to settle down pretty much. I think I could have played 10 more years, really. I was in that physical shape. I think I could have played seven to 10 more years. I, I've seen guys play like me that won championships, like wherever they went, play to their 50. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Uh, being involved in the organization some kind of way, they could play for a long time, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, the Philippines, the, the Philippines was the only – Go ahead. The Philippines, the Philippines was the only place that I that I played professionally and didn't win the championship. Everywhere else, I won the championship. You know, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. If that's something that I have to regret, that I didn't stay long enough to win the championship. You know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and and, and yeah, like I said, Dean Dopomare and then that that Pure Foods team. I'm sure they think about that mm -hmm. often until now. Yeah. Because that, that could have been their chance to 
to win a championship with you. But yeah, but that's that's way back, and then yeah, all we can do is talk about it right now. But then then you went on after the Philippines. You played as you said in Europe and in South America. Had pretty good stints over there. So you. Pretty long career. It was a long career. Imagine from from yeah. being drafted in '85, you got to play another 15 years of, of hoops. Yeah, game that you love, and you're still involved yeah. with basketball up to today, right? I mean, you you still you still watch the game. You still yeah coach the game. You know. Yeah, I, I train and I had a video company. I work with players. Um, I'm still involved, but I'm retired. You know, but but I still um, give people helping hands, players helping hands. And, I'm still connected to the game, mm-hmm. you know, in some capacity. So, yeah, we got our fans are just exchanging Dexter Shaw stories now here on yeah. our Facebook exactly. page. They're just they, exchanging. Yeah, yeah one right, of them Charlie. said when, when they introduced you in Philadelphia for your first game, they said straight from the Philippines or direct from the Philippines, <laughs> Dexter Shaw. That's what the announcer allegedly said. <laughs> Uh, in Philadelphia, that's that's how soon you you were there. You know, from here you went there, and then they introduced you straight from the Philippines. But, well, you know, it's a long basketball career and interesting, and it's nice that you were able to clarify the shell and the pure foods stints for all the fans because that's what the people were really asking when we posted that you were going to be our guest. That's, that's, that's the question yeah. that, that that's the question that came up most in, in the comments uh, box about you know why did he leave? Did didn't he leave? That's first of all, and then the others would say yes. Why did he leave? And so you were able to explain that, and that's great. I mean, I, I you know, for me, valid maybe for some, mm-hmm. they won't accept it. Pure foods fans will never accept it, maybe. But <laughs> but that's life, man. That's life. And and then the, you you had your mm-hmm. chance in, in in the NBA. You were able to to, to play a few games with, with some with some all stars. So that that's great for you, and you won championships as you said uh, in other places as well. Sid has a question. Go, Sid. You know, yeah, aside from that, uh, you know, big mystery of why he left, the other question that some fans uh, wanted wanted us to ask you is your free throw routine. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, yeah, they uh, they remember you uh, um, pulling up your shorts and shooting, what shooting time? sideways. What yeah, time? yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, can you tell us about that? How did that uh, start? Well, I guess I pulled up my um, my short a little bit before I and, and straightened up my elbow before I shot the ball. Right, yeah, I, yeah. I started that in high school with my coach, um, Coach Sharp. Man, you know he had this little thing that he would say <laughs> about um, your um, your ankle, knee, hip, sh- uh, shoulder, elbows all should be aligned. But the only reason I would pull my shorts up a little bit is so it's so hot in the Philippines that you know so it sweat here. would drip down. Uh-huh. <laughs> far as pull, yeah, no, far as pulling up my short before I shot, yeah, yeah because it mm-hmm. was so hot. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think you know. I think you guys realize it, but playing in the Philippines, man, you got to be a different kind of person, man. Yes. You you can't be normal. You you have to be. It's it's the most unusual place in the world to play basketball, and that's just a fact. You know. Mm-hmm. What do you um, miss most about the Philippines when you left, and you probably thought you're never coming back? What's what's the thing you miss most about the Philippines? The people, the everyday people. You know, 
mm-hmm. that were just basketball fanatics and stuff. And um, I missed the food. I missed the food in the Philippines. Um, I love Filipino food, you know. Um, and I I missed all the 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 excitement before the game. You know, it was so hype all the time. You know, it was so hype these big games. You know, um, I missed I missed the excitement pretty much though of basketball mm-hmm. there. Yeah, they called the Ultra the House of Shouts whenever you'd play for Shell before. So, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much left your imprint in the Philippines. So, mm-hmm. I, I hope you I hope you get to come back. I mean, there's there's a certain degree of completion I I feel from from your stories that that you left a lot of stuff incomplete in the Philippines. So, we hope to get to see you here one day when this pandemic uh comes up pulls over, but at the same time, you know, when you come here, you let us know cuz uh we're going to show you around. Yep. The new thing oh, it'll be, it'll be, to Kamaya, definitely. Huh? Yeah, Dexter, it'd be nice. To, nice. Yeah. I got a bunch of I got a bunch of choices for you. I call it X's or O's. I'm there just gonna go. give you I give you a couple of stuff to choose from. You just tell me what your choice is. You don't have to explain what your choice is, just tell me which you choose between the choices. Let's let's go. Huh? Let's start right away now. Larry Bird or Dr. J. <laughs> That's just the first. <laughs> Dr. J. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Sixers or Celtics? Sixers. Sixers. Hoosiers or Pacers? Hoosiers. Okay, yes. Hoosiers. Larry Bird or Magic Johnson? Larry Bird. Larry Bird. <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> Fred, Fred Reynolds or Perry Young? Fred Reynolds. Fred Reynolds. Philip Cesar or Ray Lazaro? Hmm. You guys going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Only one's watching. <laughs> um... Wow, man. Uh, that's that's, a, some that's a hard today. one. That's a hard one. That's that's a hard hard one. Both guys had your back, right? When you do something, uh, when somebody hit you, it's either Ray or Philip comes to your rescue, right? When you were with Shell. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You can, call it, yes. you can call it a tie if you want. Call it a tie between these two guys. It's a tie. It's a tie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about this? Joe Lipa or Baby Dalupan? Joe Lipa or Baby Dalupa? Joe Lipa. Joe, Joe Lipa. Lipa. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Billy Ray Bates or Michael Young? Ooh. Houston. Billy Ray Bates. Bates. Billy Ray Bates. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you remember these two. I think you played with them. Remember, you played with great taste for a short while uh, for the IBA series. You remember? Uh, the choice is Arnie Twadless or Alan Kaidik. You remember them? Watch out. One of them's watching. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that's tough, man. Well, uh, that's a tough one, though. Alan. You can call it a tie. Yeah, Alan. Alan can shoot the light out. Because I think Arnie's always oh. watching. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he's gonna be so pissed. No, I, he's my boy too. That's really, that's really like a tie, though. You know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, got you it. know, Artie Artie passed away in I think two thousand one. So ninety six. He's watching right now. Nineteen ninety six. I'm sorry. Nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Passed away. Okay. Yeah, the I'm next sorry one is. Hear that. The next huh? one is Glenn Glenn Capacho or Jojo Lastimosa. Jojo Lastimosa. Okay. Yeah. Michael Jordan or Dominic Wilkins? Come on, man. Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay. yeah, that's not even a question, Charlie. Okay, okay. Uh, about Shell or Pure Foods? Mm. That's a tough one, too. <laughs> mm, Let's call it a, a tie one. again. Huh? Yeah, yeah call it that's a, a tough one. Okay. Yeah. How about this? Enos Watley or Carlos Briggs? Ooh. I would go Carlos Briggs. Wow, okay. Yeah, that guy was an animal. <laughs> Harold Keeling or Rob Williams? That's a tough one. But I would go Harold Keeling. For longevity. Okay. All right. He had more okay. consistent. Okay. Uh, Michael Hackett or Norman Black? That's a tough one, too. I would go... <laughs> I would go Norman Black on that one. Okay. All right. But that's a How tough one, though. Yeah, okay. I got tough ones today. Okay, I thought about this yeah, a lot yeah. last night. Okay, next. Charlie. Bernie Fabiosa or Dean Dopomare? Mm, that's another one. Ooh. <laughs> I'm Ooh. giving Dexter a tough time, man. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean it, man. Yeah, mean it. No, no, because those, those, guys, those guys play with heart, man. Both of them. It's tough, you know? Okay. You know, those All guys right. play with you can call it a tie as well, though. Yeah. That's a tough one. That's truly a tough one. Because Bernie is <laughs> yeah. the toughest one. I agree with you. <laughs> okay. Bernie was tough, man. He was a tough yeah, player, you know. He was. He was. Okay. Okay. We call it a tie. And how about this next one? Grosby or Nike? <laughs> I'll Grosby all day, man. <laughs> okay, how about this? Rick Mahorn or Sonny Kabatu? Ooh. <laughs> Rick Mahorn or Sonny Kabatu? <laughs> uh, All right. Um, I'll go Sonny Kabato, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. They're, they're kind of the same player, right? Anyways. Yeah. 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 They can okay, set no, but Sonny's my boy. I love yeah. Sonny Cabato. Who doesn't love Sonny Cabato? Except the guys yeah. that he hit on the on the court, right? And then the last one, uh, yeah. yeah, just to finish this, and I asked this to a couple of the past uh, guests from the from the states: Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Okay, so it's two one. Robert De Niro. Okay, Alton Lister <laughs> chose Robert De Niro too. Yeah. Donnie Ray Coons chose Al Pacino. So that's it. That's X's or O's. Thanks a lot for that, Dexter. Sorry for giving you a hard time. Tough choices today. <laughs> well, uh, I, 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 my thing now, Dexter, is that, of course, you are retired from basketball. 
football. You've stayed very close to the sport. But um, now that you're retired, how do you want the basketball fans, probably more the Philippine fans, to remember you by? Um, they, they still remember you leaving the country. But now that you've cleared everything up, how do you want the basketball fans in the Philippines to remember Dexter Shouse? What legacy do you want to leave the Filipino fans? I, I, I like to leave, I like to say to the Philippine fans, just always know that I gave you 110% every time I stepped out on the court. I, I always wanted to uh, please the fan base of whatever team I played on. And I respected the game there, the Filipino way. I always wanted them to know that it's, it's not easy for American to play or go over there and play in the Philippines. You got to have tough skin, man, to last over there. So I just want them to know that I get, I left everything out on the floor. You know, I wish uh, things could have been a little different. Uh, the Philippines, I just wanted them to know, too, that it's – it's one of my favorite places I ever played. I'll never forget my time there that I had there in the Philippines. Yeah, hopefully one day you can come over because I really yeah. sense that you want to, you really want some closure when you come here. We're going to help you yeah. do that when you come. Over. And, and the fans appreciate you, Dexter. They remember you even if you didn't, you know, uh, win the championship. You didn't finish two of the stints that you came, but everybody remembers your style of play. You're exciting style of play yeah. and, your, and your brand mm -hmm. of basketball. So you're you're well remembered and well loved by the Filipino fans. Sid, do you have something? Yeah. Well, yeah, just to add to that, before I get to my segment, uh, one of your former adversaries actually commented on our Facebook page. He, he hopes he gets to watch this because he remembers you as a beast. That was Sean Chambers. He he commented yeah. and yeah, he, he really wanted to uh, see what you've been up to. Um, my, my segment is uh, Favorite Five. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you, who were your five favorite teammates here in the Philippines? Um, there was a few of them. Uh, I would have to go with, might be more than five. Oh, okay. I have to start out with uh, Jojo, Jojo Lastimoso, Alvin yeah. Petrimonio, uh, Philip Cesar, Bernie Fab Fabioso, mm -hmm. and a Bugs. It has to be Bugs. That's, five, I would That's a good yeah. five. Yeah. That's a strong five yeah. right there. Yes. All, yeah, all of famers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Pretty much all of famers. Great. Okay, well, Dexter, you had a long basketball career, and you have friends who probably will be watching this. If not, if they're not watching now, they're gonna watch the, the the video of this later on. Anyone you want to thank or to acknowledge before we end this show in your basketball, you know, uh, timeline? Yeah, your journey. Well, I, I appreciate you know um, talking and getting some skeletons out of the closet, you know, about my my career in the Philippines and everything like that. It's good. It's kind of like therapy talking about it, you know, uh, I haven't talked about it in a long time, man. So I thank you, you guys see it. Um, uh, Noel and give me the opportunity to be on your show and, and kind of express stuff and make people understand that I love the Philippines and you always be in my heart, man, you know, so pretty 
much. Okay. Well, that's it. That's Thank great. You, it's been great. Been great yeah. chatting with you, Dexter. Oh. We, we know we anticipated this, and then finally you're here, and then we're done, and then past two hours, lots of stories about about uh, what happened inside the house of Shaus. You know, then we didn't get too much into the dunking and all of that. That that was given already. There's videos uh, maybe that we can find online that you can see Dexter doing his thing. But we appreciate you sharing your stories with us, Dexter, and opening up about those those things that happened, and then clearing up uh, the air, I guess, for some of the. Pure Foods and Shell fans uh, who back in the day couldn't understand exactly what happened. So we're, we're glad that you got that also off your chest and, and you were able to tell it to, to the people. So, so we hope we hope everyone enjoyed this episode, episode 67 of An Eternity of Basketball. Uh, before we end, we'd like to uh, just uh, acknowledge, of course, and, and pay our respects to Coach John Cheney, who coached uh, Andrew Fields at Cheney State and, and uh, Coach Temple, of course, a Hall of Fame coach. John Cheney just passed away, so rest in peace, Coach John. Um, as far as our next guest on AOB, as usual, we're going to verify and confirm, <laughs> confirm, as, as Noel and, and, and say, who our next guest will be, and we will post it on our Facebook page the moment we have uh, confirmed already who it's going to be. So yeah. episode 67 is in the books once again, and we had Dexter Shouse with us on behalf of Noel Zarate. And Sid Ventura, my partners as usual, and the rest of our crew here on AUB. Dexter, thanks so much for joining you, us Dexter. and for sharing your stories. Thank you. Find Maraming Billy salamat. Ray Bates. Billy Ray Bates got to yeah. get on the yeah. show. Yeah, you got to help us look for him. Anyone with yeah. a connection to Billy Ray Bates, send, yeah. uh, send that the contact number our way, and we'll try to bring him on uh, as well as the other guys that you want. If you have a way to, to contact them, send, send, uh, send the contact details to us. So, ako po si Charlie Kuna. Maraming salamat sa inyong lahat sa aming mga loyal followers on AOB. Hope you enjoyed past couple of hours with the man, Dexter Wayne Shouse from Terre Haute, Indiana, signing off here, AOB. We'll see you soon. All right, man. You guys take care. All right. You, you, too. you too. Thank you. Thank you. That concludes this episode of An Eternity of Basketball. As a reminder for this show and others like it and projects like it, go to globallyballin.com as well as follow Globally Ballin on all social media, including facebook.com slash globallyballin, Twitter at globallyballin, and Instagram. You can also follow this show directly at An Eternity of Basketball on Instagram or facebook.com slash an eternity of basketball. Thank you, and make sure to catch next week's episode.